you ready, eager young space cadet? Meep, meep. I call a pussy supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. Hello and welcome to Of Course You Realize This Means Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Graves, and with me today is my lovely wife and theme park enthusiast, Sabina Graves. Journalist, sir. I am a journalist about the theme parks. But mainly an enthusiast. I guess so. We're here to talk about the holiday season that is upon us, and with that, we have a lot to discuss from our trip from Six Flags Magic Mountain, which is the location here in California, in Southern California. There are 27 Six Flags around the world, and they all celebrate or have some sort of celebration for holiday in the park, which is pretty great. Um, It is the largest regional theme park company and this year it comes back it it was not present in 2020 because of obvious reasons but now it is back and present in 2020 it was present in a smaller capacity and i think only some locations had it yeah Yeah. so they had the drive-through which now some more locations have the drive-through Uh, which is where they open up the park for your vehicle to go through and see the decorations, the lights, and and the character greetings, which I don't know if you listened to our our podcast last year, but we (laughs) missed the characters last year as they were exiting the stage. We saw their backs turned to us as they left for the night. And so we wanted to try and get back and see them in costume, full Bugs Bunny as Santa Claus kind of thing. This has just been my my entire quest as, you know, um, anyone whose husband or significant other is obsessed with Looney Tunes. You want to make sure they see the Looney Tunes in person. And I've been trying to have Jonathan see Santa Bugs Bunny and the holiday themed Looney Tunes in park. Pretty much since, you know, like last year, uh, we didn't really have too much of an excuse to go to Six Flags until recently, um, mostly because I'm not a roller coaster person and Jonathan does not, you know, force me to go to parks where there are roller coasters. And I'd explain to him that, like, I didn't think adults could get on the um Looney Tunes rides. They can't. They you cannot. have to borrow a child. <laughs> you have to bar- but we'll get more on that later. So the reason <laughs> why we went last year was because it was a drive through the park and we were just able to enjoy the Christmas lights. My good friend Shannon McGrew, um, the owner of Nightmarish Conjurings, she had posted her drive through the park. And that's when I had seen Bugs Bunny in the costume. And my friend Fernando also posted from one of the early preview nights last year. And I was just so excited that I I bought tickets for Jonathan and I to do that. And we did. And literally, as we drove past where the Looney Tunes were stationed, they were taken off stage. And we saw uh, a big like red coat and a bushy bunny tail walking away from us 
Yes, it was the epitome of disappointment. It was very Griswold Christmas-like, which is funny because I think that's where they shot some of the exteriors for. They did, yeah. Yeah. So this year, we wanted to try to get our full experience made, and we got inside thanks to our good friend Shannon McGrew, and we had the opportunity to go up and like chat with bugs and daffy which i did and it was really great as soon as we entered the park we met daffy mm-hmm. and he was outside a costume and we were like oh okay i guess they're gonna well, get their, switch them their over costumes later yeah yeah because we got there a little early mostly because we wanted to see uh, bugs bunny world while it was still open we didn't really get to for halloween we kind of got a little bit but for halloween uh, my friend James at Creepy Kingdom sent us to cover uh, Fright Nights. Fright Night. No, Fright Fest. I keep calling it Fright Nights. <laughs> Woof. Um, it's Fright Fest, which we had a really great time at. But we were also like, you have DC and Looney Tunes. You should have more of those characters for Halloween because that'd be incredible. Um, but yeah, so this time we were like, well, let's go a little early and so we can catch some of the characters out and about and like see the rides in action. Because we didn't really get to see much of that last time. Right. So we got there and we still missed all of the rides and the characters <laughs> walking around. And we were like, where's everybody? And we started asking some of the cast members or the, the people that worked there uh, where we could find, you know, the Looney Tunes. And they said, well, they're usually going to be up at the front. And so we went back. We went around the entire park. However, it wasn't so much that we went around the entire park looking for the Looney Tunes. Um, something that we missed during Fright Fest was that we weren't able to get on the DC ride Battle for Metropolis. Oh, which yes. was one of the only dark rides at Six Flags that all family members can get on. Yes. And it's pretty much like a combination of like... Um, the Astro, M- Blaster. Astro Blasters and the MIB ride, but like DC Universe. Actually, I would also give it a little bit of a comparison to the Transformers ride because there are some really great uh, giant screen elements where you're interacting with the characters and shooting at objects on this really cool projection. Right. So if you've never been to either Disneyland or Disney World or Universal Studios, uh, that is a ride where you sit in a car. It's usually two people per car and they give you a, a plastic gun that has a laser attached to it and you use the laser to interact with the environment around you. And this one had like more than two people, though, because it was like the MIB uh, ride vehicle where it was like three rows or two or three rows and um, you were able to get one of the like laser tag-esque guns to shoot oh, okay. at things. Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're firing at like barrels and they're exploding and you're, you know, trying to get out of Gotham, you know, and uh, save the city with Batman and Superman and the Justice League. And yeah, it's, it's cool. And there's an animatronic cyborg at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know... Um, and you pointed out the voice it's, cast. Oh, yeah. And the voice cast is actually, it's Mark Hamill as the Joker and uh, Batman is Batman, Kevin Conroy. So it's nice. It's nice to have that authenticity from the animated series in and video games in the ride that you're interacting with at the park. So I really like that. And, you know, the, the ride was fun, uh, but it is kind of short. Um, but you know, if if you get there early enough, you might be able to ride it a few times. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I know we had a, a good time. So that was pretty much why we had a big detour 
where we got there and we were like, let's look for the Looney Tunes as we head toward um, the the ride. Right. And then we found out they were back at the beginning (laughs) of the whole park. So we made our way back and we found a line for Bugs and Daffy, like a little meet and greet uh, for both of them. And I had changed into my Bugs Bunny sweater and so or hoodie. And uh, I went up to them and they were geeking out over my well actually daffy was losing his mind (laughs) (laughs) he was like where's my representation exactly and unfortunately they did not have on their christmas costumes it was just them in the regular suits so very very internal maybe a little bit external clark griswold-esque like moment of anger (laughs) yes so we have to go back at some some point point before the holidays end to see them because Literally a few days later, we saw our friends who have uh, passes to Six Flags post that the characters did indeed get rolled out with their holiday costumes. So, yeah. Yeah. And we were there for the start of it. So I don't know why they didn't put them in costumes to begin with. They might not have been ready. I don't I know. Everything's so. everything's delayed. You know, it's it's still stuff we're dealing with. And um, But one of the things we did see was this really great carnival game that you could win a holiday sweatered tweety plush and they're the cutest it was so cute i really wanted to win one and when we got back they were closed it was closed so a lot of the carnival yes and they were closed and i was so mad a lot of the carnival games seem to close early you know as as a theme park writer right now it's a little challenging to write about certain elements of of what's going on at the theme parks mostly because there is a lot of pressure um everywhere about you know just what the regulations are and the the ability to accommodate different things and uh you know recuperate from being closed for so long that uh a lot of stuff varies honestly and, you know, I think it's definitely we're still seeing the the ripple effects of what's going on in the world. And um, I don't really hold it against any of the parks right now. If there's some things that are delayed or things that close early. No, of course. You not. know, so like we're just really bummed out. <laughs> we weren't able to go back and, and play that carnival game and get a holiday Tweety. But now we know where it is and we're going to go look for them. Uh, when we visit again because one of the cool things that we realized like this past year is that we actually really enjoy going to Six Flags I would say it's it's been a more pleasant experience to go to than the mouse house down south mostly because at Six Flags you kind of know what to expect and there's a really fun level of spontaneity I would say where things like you know, like you don't have a uh, a sort of set expectation when you go in there. So I, I always I found myself to be very pleasantly surprised the last two times we've gone to Six Flags. Yeah. And you never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to come across. And you don't know <laughs> what rides are going to be broken or operational. But overall, it's been a lot of fun to explore the park with you and to, you know, have these other fandoms that we like be represented in 
uh, photo opportunities and stuff like that. Because um, we, we do love Disney and, you know, we... Universal. And- we, we love Universal, which we're going to talk about in Grinchmas. Um, but, you know, having a theme park that has, you know, some of our favorite characters down the street is is nice when it is kept up and it feels like during the holiday events either halloween or christmas it is more kept up than throughout the year yeah and i know these parks specifically like six flags are they're very much limited in you know being open during like seasonal times i know throughout the country like different ones like have different operation operations for their schedules um but yeah no like we've had so much fun and as I think I've mentioned this probably in the podcast before, I'm, I'm a gluten-free person. I have a dietary restriction, sensitivity. Um, I like things that are gluten-friendly. Uh, and one of the cool things that I've noticed at Six Flags when we've gone is that it's actually relatively easy to find gluten-free things. Although we kind of had like a mixed bag with that because we had gone up to this place that we had found during Fright Fest that had gluten-free pizza, I think, gluten-free lasagna and mac and cheese. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. But we had had the menu of like the holiday treats in hand. And there were supposed to be like tamales and tacos. And um, we opted to try for that. But then by the time we got to the area where those food stations were, they were either closed or they had run out. But this yes. was like opening weekend of the holiday. So it was pretty busy. Yeah, as long as you get there early enough, there's options available. Yeah. They should have more, or they should prepare <laughs> for that. Hopefully more will be able to happen uh, as time goes on, for sure. But, you know, like, for if you're going there for the evening, for the holiday in the park, it's just a beautiful experience to walk through all the Christmas lights that are up, the, the polar bears and the penguins, um, giant ornaments. The little statues that I find that are, you know, either Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck holding a lollipop or, you know, Speedy Gonzalez holding a sign for cupcakes or something like that. Like, I just love seeing the characters represented in that way. And I feel like they do a really good job theming those areas. Or even how, like, there's that Tweety Bird in the cage that is yeah. just a classic Tweety yeah. Bird. They actually gave it, like, a scarf and, like, a Santa hat. Yeah, it was weird. It was but weird, I liked but it. it was awesome. <laughs> For sure. And if you go, be sure to grab your funnel cake on the way out, as everybody does, as we see. we I've actually never had a funnel cake from there, but I see the lines, like, out the door and around the block. As a gluten-free person, I'm like, oh, man, I miss funnel cakes, especially, like, at a theme park that's, like, known for them. Yeah, like, it's it's wild. And, and it's funny because, like, a few days after we went, uh, BTS was there. Um, and they had some of the funnel cake and I know Jonathan became a BTS fan because one of the members was wearing a Toon Squad shirt in the music video for which song? Dynamite. For Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, I like their music outside of that, but yes, that, that did help. And Speaking they have some really great merchandise. They have shirts in this. I mean, I think it's a Looney Tunes store. Yeah, I think it's a it's, Looney Tunes store yeah. at the entrance. And they have... Well, one of the things that just, I, I took a pause when I saw it, and then I just started laughing to myself. So they have a Looney Tunes shirt. It's the whole gang together. Um, and, like, they, they even go out of their way to put in, like, side characters. Like, uh, Penelope is in here with uh, Pepe and, you know, uh, Speedy and Roadrunner. So, like, they, they have some deep cuts on this shirt. 
And then they have the Looney Tunes show version of Gossamer, which is completely out of place. Obviously, to somebody who's a big fan of Looney Tunes would know where they come from. But to just see that, you know, him mixed in with the rest of them, I'm like, oh, this is a very bizarre pairing. I did not get the shirt, but it is definitely a photo I took and I'll be posting on the blog <laughs> with this podcast. I mean, it was pretty much one of the like only shirts that was kind of weird like that. But I thought like in general, they had a really wide, so a wider selection in a lot of places of Looney Tunes gear. They do. I wish they went. I wish they went crazier with it. But, like if they're going to do that, like just start bringing in the weirdest pairings like Pull Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote from the <laughs> 2000 CGI era. Pull, you know, Bugs and Daffy from the new Looney Tunes cartoons. Like, like, just make it crazy, you know? Or, yeah. you know. Well, they have, have, like, some really cool, like, crop tops with, like, Tweety Bird on them. Well, yeah, there's always good Tweety representation. There were a good number of Space Jam uh, new Legacy shirts. And hats. And they hats, have really yeah. good hats. Every time we go there, I'm like tempted to buy all the hats they have because yeah. they have a really unique design. I have the Gossamer one, but it's the character that's kind of grayed out. But around the character is the color, the character's color on the outline of them on the hat. And it's just really tasteful, like really classy. Yeah. And they had like a 90s style Looney Tunes shirt. And I had to get that one for sure. It's like really pretty, like turquoise blue with just awesome neon colors and that 90s aesthetic with the Looney Tunes wearing streetwear, which was a lot of what I wore growing up in the 90s when I'd go to Six Flags. Oh. There were so many really cute items that were, like, I, I feel like made for the best Looney Tunes fans. Like, that they have these this headband that is of the Roadrunner's, like, hair, and it, you wear it on the top of your head, which I did buy because yes. <laughs> I've never seen that before. And that was really cool. And they also had these little like like teddy bears, but with Looney Tune pajamas on. Mm-hmm. And they were so cute. And I feel like any kid under the age of like seven would like love these things. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to describe. So the teddy bears are actual bears, like just like... um. Like a regular, like, just teddy bear. Kind of like Build-A-Bear. Kind of. But, like, cuter. Cuter. Like, like smaller and cuter. Like, and, and the pajamas that they wore weren't, like, personalizable. They were just already sewn onto the bears. But the pajamas slash onesies that they had on them were adorable because it had, like, a Bugs Bunny print and, like, a carrot zipper. And they had, um... A Tweety a print. A Tweety print. And, uh... Pussyfoot. Sorry, Pussy, it's Pussyfoot. Pussyfoot. <laughs> Pussyfoot from the classic Mark Anthony and Pussyfoot cartoons uh, where... Well, actually, I and think it's just one And you found cartoon. a lot of Pussyfoot stuff. Yeah, they have Pussyfoot representation all over the place. There's a little, like, box, like, like, like a, a little cube pillow. pillow. Yeah, and uh, she's on that. And, yeah, like, she has her own shirt. a little mini purse, like a little purse, like stuffed animal purse of her. Yeah. Like for kids, you know, I thought that was really cool. I love the fact that there's like all this merchandise around this one character who's in this one short. And, and they have a, like, a lot of people won't even know who that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're, they're, they're cute and adorable. They can like go watch it on HBO Max. Yeah, of course. 
And, you know, that short is, you know, one of the inspirations behind that classic scene in Monsters, Inc., where Sully is seeing Boo go through the trash compactor and freaking out at the window. And, like, that's exactly what Mark Anthony does whenever he sees Pussyfoot being baked into a cookie. (laughs) And then, you know, uh, the owner of the, the pet gives him a cat-shaped cookie and he's like so sad about it and then it's revealed that the cat wasn't killed in the process of baking that cookie it is a really i think it's an award-winning short and as it's justifiably so because it's amazing but it's directed by chuck jones and we're going to talk a lot about chuck jones because there's a lot of chuck jones representation over at Grinchmas this year at Universal Studios in both Orlando and here in LA. Yes, there's so much Chuck Jones. So over at Universal, we have store glass like panels of the classic 60s animated Grinch. And there's merch out the wazoo. There's an entire celebration, a hubilation, if you will, of Grinch things and holiday celebrations, Grinch masks, hats, pajama sets, like everything. Bugs. <laughs> no bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's really great to see all this Chuck Jones art over at another theme park and you know, that representation is really cool. And, and also like, just if you love animation and you love that style of animation and like classic animation, as much as I do, like I get a kick out of just seeing it in the window and sure. they had this really cool, like glass pane um, where it was the outline of the Grinch and like frosted glass. And, and I like, would say like this year, even more so than I think years past. Yeah. Um, you know, because you have obviously the classic, like the, the Seuss book art and you have the art of the, the, the film as well as the live action inspired, uh, Hubilation, which performs daily over there, you know, the tree lighting and some of the fun interactive, uh, shows with the Who's. The Hooliday Spectacular. The Hooliday Spectacular. That entire celebration is so well done. And it, it, even though they condensed it and had fewer characters this year, I feel like it was one of the main events for the people that were there because it was pretty crowded. And, you know, at least everyone had their masks on. Um, but they have th- the characters come out in costumes. It's the Grinch. It's Mayor, the Mayor of mayor. Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> Martha May, who be no Martha May wasn't there. Yes, she was. Not this year. Yes, she was. I saw her. Was she on stage? Not for the Hubilation show, but she was wandering earlier. Oh, okay, like throughout the throughout the day because they had been walking around talking to people. Oh, okay. You cannot have a Hubilation without the like holiday Day Queen. Well, that's what I was saying. So like they condensed the show part of it. Yeah, the show and used she to be used a lot to, longer. She yeah. used to be a part of the show. Um, but they did a really good job of condensing it um, because you still had, you know, the main character trait of like why we're here, like having the Grinch's heart grow after he runs into Cindy Lou Who and like realizing the the spirit of Christmas and all that. And, you know, um, and it, was, it was so emotional, too, I would say, because there wasn't a Grinchmas last year. The park 
Universal Studios Hollywood was closed. Yeah. And it was, you know, the return to the holidays at Universal Studios Hollywood. And it just, you know, people were definitely wanting to get back into that magic and have that, like, escape. And a lot of the themes of there almost not being a Christmas and then seeing the tree light up and there being a Christmas after all is just so emotional and so cool. I'm just in awe of the actors yes. that they get and Every like the prosthetics because so they bad. look just like Jeffrey Tambor and just like Taylor Momsen. Jim Carrey. And the performance by whoever's in the Jim Carrey makeup is really good and always on point. Oh, so for sure. It, yeah. It's... Although this year is a little weird because they are, they are in masks. Somehow they are also needing masks. Um, but, you know, it's we we take what we get because we're lucky to have Christmas at all this year. And yeah, no, it, it's so cool. Also, uh, if you, did, you didn't hear him, our dog Duskus is currently uh, whining for treats. And one of my favorite parts of Grinchmas that came back was that you're able to meet Max, the dog, the Grinch's dog. No, not from the movie. Like, not, like, legitimately from the movie. But they have professional doggos perform as Max. You can go up to them and take a picture. And they're the goodest boys. And it's amazing. And they do such a good job of wearing the antlers, mm-hmm. um, which is a staple of that character. The poise. And, the yeah, they just, they just stand they there. They just stand and, and they're just, they like, very are very regal. regal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so cute. I love it. <laughs> and there's also a lot of good treats there. I think Universal has the best treats as far as the theme parks go during holidays, celebrations like this. I would say they have the best boozy treats. Well, yeah. Now, I, I actually wrote that down. So the spiked hot cocoa is, I think, something that the other theme parks obviously are afraid to do. But Universal, for whatever reason, is like, we're going to put it out there. Let's do it. Yeah. Just, it's a whole station. It's like. Get drunk. Um, the the rum rum, cidered rum no the hot buttered rum there we go they have hot buttered rum and hot cocoa that you can get with booze and there are also holiday drinks around which we have passes so at some point i want to go back and find the other holiday drinks hopefully yeah and they have these uh like little containers of like cake which has like three different layers of icing and those are Giant super festive. Donuts. Giant With donuts are a mainstay because of the Homer Simpson donut. <laughs> but yes, they have a Grinch-inspired giant donut. And they also have Butterbeer because they have Harry Potter Land there. And Harry Potter Land also has a fireworks kind of ceremony too over in their little yeah, they area. Have the, the, the lights on Hogwarts Castle for Christmas, which... With John Williams' score is always so just festive and fun. And yeah. Beautiful. It feels like John Williams' park. Oh, for sure. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's so many themes going around that he had a hand in, uh, whether it's Jaws on the tram tour or, you know, uh, Harry Potter or E.T. <laughs> um, you know, no matter where you go in Universal, you're going to run into a John Williams score or Jurassic Park because they have the Jurassic World right there. <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's boozy treats and it, the theming is beautiful as well. The Christmas lights everywhere. I love just strolling around Universal during the holidays. And also you're able to ride the studio tour in the evening when the sun gets 
real low so they actually turn on a lot of like stage lighting on a lot of the sets like the psycho house and the war of the world set and it's just so much fun and amazing and i love universal studios it's the best it is the best and they have but they're all the best <laughs> they, they have the best merchandise for you know um whether it's minions or secret life of pets but at christmas time it's all the grinch stuff and they have like lounge flies and stockings and towels and ornaments Ornaments. it's just it's it's really great art that they find and whoever is in charge of charge of merchandising is on top of their game oh yeah and just they they've had like the grinch onesie for years and that's always fun yeah to see so if you're ever in the L.A. area or Orlando and you don't have anything to do for the holiday season, highly recommend stopping by Universal Studios for their festivities. It's really worth it. It's a lot of fun. And there's there's a lot to enjoy about it, I think, um, even though there are like specific rides. I wish there was a Grinch ride. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, for what it is, it's really fun and I would recommend it. It's, it's so wild because, you know, both Six Flags and Universal Studios have Warner Brothers properties. Like, we saw uh, the Scooby-Doo gang at Universal, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I tried to take a picture with them, and they wouldn't let me. <laughs> no, they, they went were like, away. They were like, it's, uh, it's, it's after time our time. <laughs> we got mysteries to solve. Mysteries to solve. You can't come with us. Yeah, and it, it, it's cool because you, you really want to see more of these IPs like really get fleshed out at the parks for sure. Too bad yeah. we don't have a a Warner Brothers theme park here. It's only in Abu Dhabi. I know. But what we do have here is ornaments. And speaking of ornaments, this year showed a really fun return to having looney tunes in hallmark stores and online so we had a special um commemorative uh looney tunes bugs bunny and baby fenster ornament that came out this year along with some space jam ornaments um that represent the characters in a really fun way that you can put on your tree and have up around the holiday season to show off your fandom yeah, they're so cute. And and we've seen them at different places. So like the Hallmark ornaments we've seen, you know, obviously at like Macy's or you can also get them at the Hallmark stores. But even Box Lunch has a lot of the Looney Tunes ornaments as well. We saw the LeBron and Bugs Bunny ornaments there in addition to a lot of, you know, Space Jam merchandise and, and clothes like for, for given during the Christmas season. Yeah, and Toon Squad hoodies and stuff like that, for sure. The little baby shorts, the little baby Toon Squad shorts that were just, ugh, so cute. Okay. Well, we actually got, my, my best friend is currently expecting, and they had baby Looney Tunes um, bibs. Oh, yeah. And we're sending her the baby Looney Tunes bibs because they're incredibly cute. There's a Taz one that says, here comes trouble. And it's, it's so good. They're so good. They are so good. I totally forgot about those. But yeah, they have really great 
merchandise in stores now. And I think it's due to the popularity of Space Jam and it coming back this year. And also, I feel like there's a bit of a resurgence of love for these characters and love for these vintage shorts, which is why we're seeing uh, a, you know, ornament based on a 19, you know, 52 classic cartoon also directed by Chuck Jones um, that is, you know, has Bugs Bunny in the forefront. I think that's really fun. And the, you know, the ornament is done with such care that it feels like it was done by a fan. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, the attention to detail and like just the cure, the curation of the different things I think has been very well done and unique. Um, you know, just even from places like Hallmark down to streetwear uh, designers, you know, we have retro kids line that did incredible releases for Looney Tunes and Space Jam it, it just this past year. Even a lot of um, fun, like, style brands like Dollskill and Teddy Fresh did some, you know, more holiday gift geared things. And I myself, I got a few items that were, you know, just very much like a throwback to like what I would wear in the 90s, like the, the Teddy Fresh stuff. I got um, a couple of crop tops with Lola and she devil and Tweety, um, really cool embroidered ones with like the gothic lettering that I just I cannot wait to wear out. Uh, Dollscale had a very interesting collection that was not only that sort of vibe, but also like a film or animation enthusiast vibe where there was a dress that I got that was just a bunch of like frames, like just the dress is a long sleeve dress. It's very like skin tight but like very cozy but it's just covered in looney tunes cartoon frames yeah and they're from <laughs> all of the the classic vintage shorts and like i just love looking at it because like I can, I can get lost in it and dolls kill also had some really fun rugs they had a looney tune like the the circle logo the, yeah. rug with really unique characters inside of it uh we have bugs bunny next to marvin the martian uh, who's next to Roadrunner, and then Tweety and Sylvester at the top, and then Taz is on the other side filling out the rest of the inner part of the circle, but it's it it's such that, a weird pairing. Yeah, it's a weird pairing, but it's also really cool because it's like just a fun-themed rug, and it says, that's all, folks. I was like, we have to get that for your office because I've never seen anyone else do that, you know? Because we shop a lot at like these fandom stores like Hot Topic, Box Lunch, um mondo like we'll go and like get some like the really like nerdy film nerd animation nerd things but just randomly another just like uh fashion brand was like we have this rug and they also had a lot of crazy cool things like a tweety bird backpack and uh bugs bunny glitter bedazzled roller skates and i i don't oh, yeah, roller, roller skate skates. but i was like i kind of really want these roller skates <laughs> um there was also just like you know oversized t-shirts and a holiday cardigan which jonathan and i share like we had to get the holiday cardigan and the holiday cardigan has the classic characters but wearing like holiday clothes so it's 
Bugs wearing a, like a red scarf and a Santa hat. Tweety wearing a red scarf and a Santa hat. Um, Taz is on here wearing a green scarf and a Santa hat. And then Marvin the Martian, who's wearing not a, wearing a Santa hat, a snowflake <laughs> scarf. Um, but he's wearing his usual helmet. I mean, it, it's really great. Uh, the the patches that are they're on patches. this, yeah, it's uh, not like cardigan are so well, yeah, designed. well designed. Yeah, and and then there's also like a mistletoe and a holly on mm-hmm. it as well, and it's just it's so unique. And yeah, like as soon as we saw it, we had to have it. And now I try to wear it every day. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no matter, no matter, uh, you know, eighty degree weather or you know, 50, 50 degree weather. 50, I don't care. It, it is fifty <laughs> degree weather today. Today, yeah. And it's just really fun to see. Um, and one of the things that we ran into in the wild. This is kind of like apart from holiday stuff, but we ran into a collecting store, um, like a retro collector store in Pasadena. That had the pins. What are they called? Fig pins. Fig pins. Yeah, I think they're called fig pins. They were called fig pins, <laughs> and uh, they had Marvin the Martian, Bugs Bunny, and Daffy there. Yeah, and those are perfect stocking stuffers. This episode's just like those go, came out. Go this to year. theme parks to get cool merch, but also <laughs> go to these stores to get cool Looney Tunes merch or Chuck Jones Grinch merch. I mean, because we even went to Target and found like a Space Jam like stocking with LeBron and Bugs Bunny on it, which is so cool. Yeah, animated LeBron, and it's it's really you know this is this is a peak time to be a collector or a fan of these things, and to see them you know done with such care is really nice and really great to to uh, admire, and you know I I hope that it continues. I hope that next year there's even better stuff out there for collecting. Or, you know, wearing and celebrating these characters in this way. I know that there are so many cool things that people are ordering right now that I've seen online. Like, there's a mug set that is just off the chain, like, amazing. um, Where it's Tweety, Marvin, Taz, and Bugs wearing holiday stuff on a mug. And I'm like... I'm glad all this stuff is coming out now because I would not have appreciated it, um, you know, as a kid. And uh, it's I, almost as if they made it for you. It's almost as if they made it for me. I agree. And so I need to show them that they made it for me by buying it all and by talking about <laughs> it all. So that's why we're here. <laughs> but yeah, um, so, you know, I, I really enjoyed Six Flags this year. I hope to go back before it ends, but um you know, I mean, especially to see the characters in costumes. Like, I really, really want to take a picture of Bugs wearing the Santa suit. Yeah. And if Daffy's wearing the Santa suit. Also, we haven't seen Sylvester. Sylvester's wearing a Santa yeah. suit. It's, it's really crazy because, like, I think I've, I've been posting about it, like, on Instagram and um, on our, like, travel Instagram at Cool Places with us. And uh, I, I've, I had someone who um, has an Instagram that is only um, theme park characters. Uh, post theme park characters from around the country and there's like like alternate looney tunes costumes at other theme parks like there's a there's a bugs bunny in like a green outfit oh wow as opposed to the santa outfit and it just looks so cool well i did see lola at other parks and obviously in australia lola is a a big presence there in abu dhabi of course but here we don't have a lola unfortunately 
Which is weird because they had the characters in costume for the Space Jam fan event at right. Six Flags. They did. So I was wondering if, like, why don't they have the Six Flags? Sorry. <laughs> why don't they have the Space Jam characters wandering around Six Flags? I don't know if that's maybe something that happens during the day, like when it's not a festive event. I don't know. Or if it was just, like, for that event only. I don't know. We got to follow that Instagram uh, to find out. <laughs> I, fo- I followed them. I was like, this is a really cool... Like platforms, you get to see the variations of these awesome costumes and characters at the different parks. Well, I want to see them in person. Yes. Eventually. (laughs) So overall, I think it's been a really good holiday season and there has been a lot to look forward to, a lot to celebrate and get back out there and kind of uh, celebrate this new um 2021 normalcy until 2022 has more variants in store i guess (laughs) and and locks everything up again um but you know as far as acme variation of cornucopia of things but you know yeah as 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 long as we can go outside (laughs) and, (laughs) and uh you know have some sort of relevancy to christmas cheer or holiday cheer i i'm all for it and there's no better place to do that than Six Flags and Universal right now. So get out there, go enjoy a theme park or two, and take uh, pictures. Take pictures. Tag and, us and be like, I found Bugs Bunny Santa. Oh my God, yes! If you do that, please tag us. Um, the Twitter is This Means Pod, and on Facebook it's This Means Podcast, and This Means Podcast on Instagram. So please tag us if you. Get out there and find the Looney Tunes in the wild, uh, no matter what you find. If you find like a cool mug or like a shirt design you really like, Ooh, uh, tag like, me. There, we, we haven't even done this yet, but like when we go to um, neighborhoods with Christmas lights, some people have really cool like cutouts or inflatables of different cartoon characters outside. I'm surprised that we haven't really seen any Looney Tunes ones. I know that we, we had actually searched for a Christmas inflatable uh, that was a Looney Tunes, but they haven't really made one since like the random Tweety one on like that we only found like on eBay from 1999, I think. And it's like so expensive to, to buy a used one and need to make more. But I think other houses will probably do like the cool cutouts and stuff. So hopefully we will also be on the hunt for fun holiday decor that's Looney Tunes at the uh, Christmas tree lanes. Not Christmas tree lanes. Neighborhood Candy Christmas. Cane Candy cane lanes. Yeah. Uh, this holiday season. Yeah. So if you find any of that, uh, please tag me and I'll share it on all my social media. Sabina, where can people find you online? People can find me online on Twitter at Sabina has no R and on Instagram at cool places with us, which is kind of our shared Instagram where we uh, take you to all the fun movie and TV like inspired places that we love. We found a Ghostbusters hotel that we yes, stayed in. That was really cool for Halloween. For Halloween, yeah. And you know, we I think it, is your Six Flags video on there. Yes, we have the we have the Fright Fest videos up there. Okay. So yeah, uh, you can and check our, yeah, that out. Yeah, the Holiday in the Park video is also up there too. Yes, yeah, you can check that out for all our content over at uh, whenever we went to Six Flags. Yes, I, I was too angry Clark Griswolding when <laughs> when Bugs Bunny was not in his Santa outfit, so there's no Bugs Bunny in the video. 
But there is Bugs Bunny on the This Means Podcast Instagram, yes. and you can check it all out there, as well as the blog over at This Means Podcast on Podbean. And you can listen to the podcast, obviously, you already are, uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts. So um, please like, share, and click that subscribe button or comment with a, you know, a uh, some feedback. Uh, I really appreciate any feedback. It's all... It's all good to hear from the audience, and I really enjoy uh, taking notes from you know what what you want to hear, what kind of content you want out there. So especially in the coming year, especially in twenty twenty two, which sounds like a made up year. It's actually yeah. the year that uh, what wait is it the year? Yeah, it's the year that George Jetson is born. Whoa! In the Jetsons. That's crazy. Yeah, it's not it's not real until like <laughs> I, I believe it and we're in it. I guess. But Does yeah. the Wiley e. Coyote movie come out next year? Or is that still just in production? Uh, it is in production. Comes out in two years. Oh, okay. It's about uh, six hundred and fifty days away now. What? Yeah, there's a countdown. You know, there's a countdown. Yeah. Oh jeez. Okay. 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 As long as Chris Pratt isn't voicing Wiley e. Coyote, I'm good. <laughs> to keep that man away from any other animated properties <laughs> and please keep him out of my looney tunes happy holidays and have a loony new year happy loony new year that's not all folks 